a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. 2.51. we got about nine minutes left of radio for you and I to hang out together for the day. I want to hear from you. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to hear your answer to the question I have been asking all day long. Have we sacrificed too much liberty? Have we sacrificed too much liberty? 57500. Uh, listen to this program anytime on the KSL News Radio app powered by Any Hour Services and get that on your iPhone uh, or on your Android device. Wherever you download apps, you can find the KSL News Radio app. There has been a story shaping up over the past little while, including a story covered on KSL Television, our, our sister program here underneath the same roof. Uh, and newsroom, and it has to do with meat shortages. Now, not exactly what you think. You may have noticed that the shelves at the grocery store are bare of some of the meats you saw there in the past. In fact, there are some of the grocers around Utah who are limiting how many you know cuts of beef you can take home each day. Well, what's that about? We've spoken to the Farm Bureau, and they tell us that the farmers are doing just fine. There's plenty of there's plenty of meat available. The problem comes in the middle, the processing. Let me play for you real quickly some of the coverage by KSL Television on this story here uh, from KSL Television on Tuesday. Right now, several grocery stores are taking steps to keep meat on their shelves. Associated Foods will now join Costco and Kroger in limiting the amount of meat customers can buy. This comes after 22 meat processing plants across the country temporarily closed because of the COVID-19 outbreak. That has many people wondering about the possibility of a meat shortage. Ranchers we talked to today said the supply is good, but the challenge right now, the weak link in the chain, with, is with all those plants closed and processing the meat. That is affecting all of us, not only if the price has declined, but there are several cases where we just simply don't have the ability to get them process. Even still, Gibson says there's no need for people to hoard beef like we saw with toilet paper and hand sanitizer. He says there will be a continued supply of meat. You heard uh, Ron Gibson referenced in that story there, uh, and he joins us now, president of the Utah Farm Bureau. Sir, how are you? Doing good. How are you, Lee? I'm hanging in there. Better than I deserve. Uh, listen, you and your organization made quite an announcement today. There is this problem of uh, not enough meat on the shelves and nowhere for the producers of this meat to send their, uh, to send their wares, the, to send the, the beef and the chicken and the lamb, uh, and that is because of the processors. There is demand. There is supply. How do we figure that out in the middle? You've got uh, a way to handle that. What have you come up with? So we came up with, a, with an initiative called Farmers Feeding Utah. And what that's about is, you know, as, as you just talked about earlier about this meat shortage, the same thing happened 
to the dairy and the chicken farmers just a little while ago, where the grocery stores start putting restrictions on what we what they can actually sell, and so people buy less, and the producer, like me, we continue to produce what we have. I mean, I can't tell my cows to quit giving milk, and and so basically we have all of a sudden a whole bunch of extra milk on the market, and and you as a producer can't earn you as a consumer can't even buy that product, so. These restrictions like that really, really, really hurt agricultural producers. T- tell me about Farmers Feeding Utah. What's the plan? What's the, what's okay, the program so, you put in place? So, I'm sorry. So, so the Farmers Feeding Utah, so what we do with that is now we develop a way to, to raise money. So what we're asking for is we're asking for people to donate money to this project, and we're going to take that money. We're going to buy food from the farmers. And then we're going to give that food to people that are in need in Utah. So if we're helping Utah farmers and we're helping Utah families connect as they both succeed. Sure. So that's there is, what we're trying to do here. There, there is a need and there is a supply, and you have stepped in the middle to help facilitate bringing that supply to those in need. It's an admirable thing. The website is Farmers feedingutah.org. Let me ask you personally, how are you doing? You, you are a farmer yourself. How are things on your end? It is tough. Um, you know, the, the last few months have, have been a challenge, but, boy, the rubber really hits the road for us this month. Um, um, it's hard for us to know how to pay our bills, and um, we're getting about half of what we were getting for our milk in November. Um, it's just tough. And I can tell you that farmers and ranchers throughout the state, throughout the country, are, are feeling panicked. I mean, it's, it's just sad. It's sad to watch these people that work so hard to feed America not have enough money to cover even close to their cost of production. There are some it, estimates. It just doesn't make sense. At a time like this, when, when you would think that that we would be putting so much effort and so much importance on our food supply, it seems like we're, we're choking out the ones that are actually making it happen. There are estimates in other industries where, uh, in the restaurant industry, for example, that when all is said and done, we will see the permanent closure of some 25% of Utah restaurants. Are there similar fears in your industry, sir? Yeah, you know, I don't have a percentage number. I don't know. We we just don't know what the impact will be because we don't know when the turnaround is going to happen. And I can't tell you what that will be until we see what that really is. But what I can tell you is this is, an, this is a lasting impact on our industry. And the reason that it affects every Utah is because if we lose agriculture in Utah, we have lost something that we will never get back. And I know that, you know, I feel bad for every business that's going through challenging times right now. But but there's just something about it. When this farmland is paved over with roads and houses, it's never, ever, ever coming back. The best year in the world won't bring that back in five years from now. And Farmers so feeding. Go ahead. It's serious. Yeah. 
FarmersFeedingUtah.org is the name of the website. There are Utah farmers who have supply. There are Utahns without many resources who are in great need. If you would like to help get in the middle of that and help the farmers and help those in need, the website to visit is FarmersFeedingUtah.org. Ron Gibson, president of the Utah Farm Bureau. Sir, I'm grateful to you, and I'm rooting for you. You're awesome. Thank you for having us on, and I just encourage everybody to get out and support your local farmers and ranchers and please get on the website and donate to that and as you do that you will change people's lives not only in agriculture there are a lot of people suffering right now and this is a great cause thank Thank you you, have a good day you do the same that's going to do it for today's episode of live mike i'm grateful to you for hanging out throughout it uh, and also answering that question of have we sacrificed too much liberty. I want that question to remain, and we're going to touch on it as time goes on. We're going to circle back and ask ourselves that question from time to time because it's an important one to remember. It's an important one to 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 remind ourselves that the sacrifices they are that we are making are for our own good.